Should I do my uh, <clears throat> my patented uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, Right Side Radio is entertainment for adults, by adults, and the views and opinions expressed here do not reflect upon FXBG Public Radio or its sponsors. For additional information, please refer to the United States Bill of Rights. Stand warned. And with that being said, fuck you and happy Friday, goddamn Friday. And it's me for the dolo today. Everybody, I don't, I literally don't know where nobody is. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. This, it's one of them Fridays. It's one of the Fridays that I normally wouldn't have showed up myself. But was like, I'm just going to show up. So I guess I was the only one who didn't get the agenda of no call, no show today. Today was a no call, no show day, but I'm here. And it's Friday, and it's a good Friday. They want to impeach Trump, so that makes the world a little bit of a better place. And I hope everybody's happy with that. And we're going to ramble on some stuff. I guess we're going to start off with, like, I don't know, maybe, like, the week. Start off with my week, which was a fucking crazy-ass week. What happened? Uh, there's so much stuff, like so much stuff. It's like, how do you touch on one topic without touching on a million topics? And then there's some topics that I can't even fucking touch on because so much shit happened. On the bright side, I made like 17 new songs this week for another mixtape that I'm about to have come out on the 31st of October. So shout out to that. I think it's called Blessings from Sins. So that's about to come out. That's about to be crazy. And oh, oh, I said I was going to say this. Shout out to Lil Baby for taking my song off Spinderella. Thank you. That was some bullshit. So if, if anybody had got my last mixtape last week, let me tell you what happened. So the song originated from, uh, it was a, a Doritos thing called Spark the Beat. So they emailed me the fucking song. Like, I, they emailed me to email them to do the song. And it was like a chance to win and all this shit. And I ain't care about the winning, none of that. So they sent the song. So I was like, all right, I'm going to just do the song. So I did the song. And if you go on Instagram and literally hashtag spark the beat, you will see like thousands of people getting on this song. Like a minute's worth of the song. Right. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to do the song too. Fuck it. I'm going to do the song too. I'm not going to enter it in the contest. Nothing. I'm just going to do the song and I'm going to put the song out. Right. They was like, oh, you can't put the song out. We got to wait. So I'm like, all right. So I'm waiting, waiting, waiting. So in the process of me waiting, I'm like, all right, well, fuck it. I did a whole nother verse to the song. 
and I did the verse where the 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 lines in the actually you know what fuck it they don't want me to play it so this is what I'm gonna do I'm gonna play what's the name of the song the song is called Spark the Beat it's on my uh my my last mixtape I just did and I'm gonna play the verse I think I have them both the verse that I did that was specifically for the song and in the process of me waiting for the confirmation that I could put the song out I just said fuck it I'm gonna just do a song I mean do a verse for the Doritos like I'm waiting for it so I did two verses for this fucking song so the, the one I did for the Doritos they smoothed and added like cause they didn't want drug references or some stupid shit like that but I didn't drug reference what well, I did but I did it using Doritos so it's like I don't know it's, it's, it's weird guess I gotta hear it yeah um I actually had to find it first but they actually denied both of them the motherfuckers and then I was like alright well they denied it fuck it you know I, I really won't trying to win nothing from that shit or nothing like that so I'm like alright I'm gonna put the fucking song on the mixtape it's for free you know what I'm saying I'm not getting no profit off of it I don't know who got in touch with who and who said what to who and and what took my shit slam off mixtape fast as fuck do not pass go do not collect two hundred dollars nothing oh uh, and actually it's not even on here oh what that, a letdown yeah that's what that's what's crazy it's on my computer I, I normally email the shit to myself but I don't see it on here I'm so disappointed. <laughs> you built it all up, and now I, I, I know. got nothing. Well, actually, I have the. What is this? I think I have the actual song I did. Oh, I got it. Oh, that's it. That's the Doritos part. Ain't, oh, okay. that, a, ain't that a blessing? Okay. So, since now I don't have that, all right. Let me see if I can find the first one. The first one is the one I put on the mixtape. The second one is the one that I waited. Okay, this is the first one. But I'm a. You might gotta turn it up on yours. Oh shit! I don't know what I'm doing. I'm turning it up. We global now. This is the song I put on the mixtape. And they actually they took this off. Uh, but either way, it's gonna get played. Like I put it on Facebook. Thousand pair of white Air Force One sound finish line. Shout out to Lil Baby and his team, illegal people, and whoever you are. Give me my try to tell them that I was the one I gave them inside. And then I feel like if they suit me, I know if you stay down, you'll go far, go hard. It's not gonna do nothing but make me more popular. They're gonna look at it like he's a regular person. I can't even say how much I'm getting for a show. 
trying to dodge ball, so trying to keep it on low. In the studio, I'm going hard, I show them about to blow. I just bought a war back to the hood so we can toast. I can't even say how much I'm getting for a show. I be trying to dodge ball, I'm trying to keep it on low. In the studio, I'm going hard, I show them about to blow. Since on the beat, I'm about to coast. I remember being broke, sleeping on my Nana flow. Went from posting on the corner to the road, doing shows. Now it's me and little baby, so you already know. Put some ice around my neck, I guess that's why they say I'm cold. I won't tell you where I've been, but this is where I'm about to go. I used to dream about a car, but nowadays it's about a boat. Take a private jet to Puerto Rico, no more ragging coat. Me, my amigo, his name Rico. If you know it, then you know. Take the money to the laundry, remember we ain't washing clothes. It's the life I had to live and never was the life we chose. But look how the game changed, now my name's set in stone. That's what I come with the baby, yeah, we on. Private flights and city lights, it ain't no time to sit at home. Got a brand new Maserati, I just dip the wheels chrome. Got it all out the mud, so I guess the dirt I own. So that's the one that I did for the mixtape. And in the process of waiting, I said, fuck it, I'll just do another verse for Doritos. Stacking up them chips, yeah, them Doritos need that paper freedom. Let me not, not later, bring it to me, call it catered. Had a dream that I will make it, see, I started in a basement. Took a lot of being patient, many years of dedication. They told me, fuck the beat, I put the fire, and I was blazing. Every time they say my name, they gotta say amazing. Won't say where I've been, but I can tell you where I'll take them. Everybody trying to get this cake, I'm about to bake one. Money come blue, that's a big bag of Cool Ranch. Nacho cheese, it's my. Mine's what I'm proving. Purple bag of blaze, Doritos, the movement. But if you want it flaming hot, trust me, I do this. Fire from the microphone, cause I can't leave the mic alone. You got me in my hyper zone and for my city. I put on, I'm in the building. High, I'm home. You gotta smell me like a lonely spark to beat is what I'm on. So little baby, sing the song. Oh, I just brought the war back to the hood. So we both of them. I can't even say how much I'm getting Block. for a show. Have you trying to dodge ball? Block. That's weird. So, so big shout out to fuck little baby. Because that's crazy. <laughs> like, that's, that's weird. Yeah. So, but you said Doritos rejected it? Yeah. What what reference? Was it the cake reference? I don't, I, they didn't give me a specific, specific reason yeah. why, but they... Like, I'm like, what? Rejected? Like, I literally named every goddamn bag of chips y'all got Doritos-wise. I'll be honest. It got me thinking about Doritos. And it is, it is, it's insane. And then you take the original junk I did for the mixtape, you take that off. So I don't know if it was like, oh, no, we can't have this. No, we can't have this. On. No. You know, I, I actually can't honestly say I know their intentions. Fuck them. Yeah. So, you know, that was the first thing to start this good old week of mine off. <laughs> you know, that's the first thing. You, you don't need Doritos money anymore. Yeah, no. It'd be nice. That, yeah, it'd be nice. It'd be really nice. You know. I'm going to see if I can put a little me up here in the corner for those of you watching. Yeah, oh, the, the camera not showing you? Oh, it does. It's just, you know, I'm, I'm ugly. See? <laughs> so I think I'll just put a little me up in the corner. so but, I don't. You know, it, it's good, though, because, you know, normally when we on the show, they don't know who's this other guy. Everybody's like, oh, mad, yeah. mad, 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 hey, mad. I'm the madman. <laughs> so that's the guy. I'm, I'm filling in because nobody else showed nobody up. Nobody showed. And I know nothing about your music or... <laughs> Yeah, so but you know, this is this is the level of professionalism where you just gotta go for it. Oh absolutely. So I'm gonna be here anyway. Yeah, so it's just whatever it is. I don't know. 
I don't label the shit. I just do the shit. You do all the shit anyway. I just come and talk. Yeah. So, you know, what's the difference? Also during the week, let's see what else happens. I kind of, sort of, almost lost my job. Almost? Almost kind of, sort of, quit slash lost the job at the same time. Uh, Good. Yeah, because, I mean, well, the last two weeks of working, I think I went to work four days, three maybe, some shit. I don't know. I just wasn't feeling it. And they still was playing with my coins. And I ain't playing with my coins, so... You collect coins too? No, I'm talking about my money. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, I collect like foreign coins. I like those. Uh, I save change. Yeah. I'm, and that's weird. Like, you know, a lot of people don't save change. Uh, I do. A lot of people don't, though. I know. And that's like the weirdest shit because when you really go back and count your change that you don't never think about, it'd be thousands of dollars. Exactly. That people don't know. That yeah. they like, oh, keep the change or mm-hmm. don't worry about it. That shit add up so quickly. Yeah. Um, I think I learned my lesson in Spain on that because um, always in America, when I grew up here, you know, I would spend the bills. Coins go in my pocket, save the coins, count them up later, and then you have to take them to the bank or whatever uh, when you get enough. Uh, but when I was when I went to Spain, you go to the ATM, you get all these. This was back before the European Union. So uh, there are pesetas we're getting. And it was like, you know, $1 is like 300% or something like that. So the exchange rate is crazy. So I get these bills, right? And I go out to the bar and I'm, I'm buying drinks and I'm handing them bills every time. And every time I hand them a bill, they're handing me a big handful of change. And so I'm just saying, oh, it's just change. It's it's all less than a dollar. So I'll stick it. It kind of was less than a dollar. But anyway, it's uh, just throw it in my pocket. Yeah. So by the end of this, uh, it was like three or four days I spent there in, uh, in, in Spain. And so... Um, uh, I had this big pocket full of change and I was broke because I, I can't spend any more money here in Spain. So, because uh, I went to the casino and stuff like that. <laughs> it's very hard to play craps when speaking Spanish, when everyone's speaking Spanish. And so, uh, oh, they was robbing you then. No, nah, I was actually winning. I, I'm, I'm pretty good at craps. And so, uh, uh, yeah, we were, uh, I had this big pocket full of change, and I was like, I can't draw any more money out of the ATM. And so the guys are like, well, come on out with us anyway, and we'll buy some drinks or something like that. And that's when I start looking at the change. And so, you know, 500 peseta pieces, you know, 250 peseta pieces. And then uh, I'd go to this, like, well, how much for a beer? And, you know, they're like, you know, 300 peseta. It's like, oh, oh, I got like $50 worth of coins in my pocket, <laughs> you know, in their money. Yeah, you know, which is thousands of pesetas. And so, oh, I'm not broke, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was broke because all I had was coins left. We're gonna pump these 500 peseta pieces into a yeah, arcade just, or something. I just found out with the like. I looked up. Um, what's that? The, I guess it's the pound symbol. The L with the lines through it. L with the yeah pounds. I just figured out with that like because they told me like 99. Point ninety nine. It was LB ninety nine point ninety. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, a hundred dollars. But I looked that up. It's like a hundred and twenty three dollars. Yeah. The pound is is uh, more valuable than yeah, the so, dollar. So their money is more than ours. Slightly. Yeah. Yeah, not a lot, but like. So Canada is, is is as well. Slightly more. Is more. Yeah. Or so, less. No, slightly less. So I need to yeah. go try to get some overseas or Canadian money. And then come back here. But no, because <laughs> because the exchange rate is, is supposed to equal out. You know, 
But if you go to a country like, if you take like fifty dollars to, I don't know, like Somalia or something like that, uh, you you may get stabbed. I mean, even if you had nothing and you went to Somalia, you know, you may get stabbed for that because that's like a fortune because their money is dirt. Dirt. Yeah, it's like it's a lot of African com- uh, countries have like like. Uh, printed out their currency these warlords are coming to power and stuff like that and they're just like fuck it i'll just print more money that's how other that's how other countries do it right and that devalues the the, the currency uh-huh. and so you go and get a cheeseburger in some of these countries you know and it's like uh you know 15 million of their money just to equal enough to pay for it yeah that's, that's what i'm saying that that like that's always why i wanted to go other places just to be like all right I'll go over here with like ten thousand dollars and see if I'm rich or or if I'm broke, like just to see like how would they treat me? This is what I have. How good am I over here to you people? Like, yeah, um, some places I won't be shit, and some places I'll be like, oh, here's a five star hotel. You can give us a hundred dollars. You're here forever. Yeah. Like when I went to Halifax, uh, there was a casino there, and I I won like uh, on roulette uh, when I gambled there, and I won like like 300 Canadian dollars and it I came I came to my friends is like hey guys it's our last night I just won $300 on black 13 and we're at the roulette wheel and they're like uh, I cleared the table everyone got pissed off and left it was awesome so let's I'm gonna go take you all out for a for dinner let's go get a steak we went out there and then like during the course of the meal there's like you know 300 Canadian is only like 200 like 70 American, yeah, an American, and I was like, no, I don't care, I don't care. It's three hundred. But I tell people, it's like I won three hundred dollars, Canadian. So I mean, it just depends. Like, well, I mean, um, uh, like in the in Spain, you were betting like at peseta levels, you know. So it was the casino I went to was basically like a quarter casino. You know, the slots were like like the real small coins. It's like you go and exchange the chips, and it's basically like coins. And so it's like, yeah, 50 cents on red, please. And people are, ooh. <laughs> I wish I could remember all the... Because the, the, the craps board is the same, you know? It's, mm-hmm. it, it was in English and stuff like that, so I was, it was real easy to follow along in that regard, so... Did you have fun doing that shit? Like, Hell yeah. I don't know. I just. Mm. And then I heard, like, I heard, oh, this is something I want to ask you, too. Since you've been in that field. Yeah. Like, is it true that, like, a, a person can sign their child over to the army and, like, their child to be the property of the United States until they're 18? No, like the property of the army. Or... No, um, you can enlist. Like I think it like sixteen and a half. I want to say, mm-hmm. or maybe seventeen. Yes, yeah, that's what I mean. Though, yeah, you can enlist, but you need consent from one or both parents. But they will be like the property of the. They would be considered a ward of the U.S. military until they turn eighteen. So, but that would mean like whatever they need them for, they can. That's, that's not what they do with them. Uh, I'm, <laughs> that's not uh, what they do with them. It's just weird. Like it's weird. They'll send them to boot camp and stuff like, like that. Because I mean, it's one year, and if you enlist for four, even if you're 17, you know, that it just means that legally, the U.S. military is responsible for you. Oh, I thought it meant like, all right, we can whatever we want. No, say like you you're 17 and you want to go in and you ask your parents, it's just like, will you sign these papers so I can go in? And they're like, okay. 
then you go off to boot camp, then some training accident happens in boot camp. That means that the U.S. government, U.S. military is legally responsible for your death because they were, you know, the war. And so your the family would be entitled to extra compensation. See, and shit like that, I will never get why people want to do stuff like that. I don't get it. Uh, makes a man out of you. Eh, it makes people crazy. I w yeah, that's true. Like, I know some people who's literally nuts. Some people need it. Some people don't. Some people need just a taste. Um, like four years was enough for me. I was like, okay. I mean, I realized what a whiny little bitch I was before I went in the Navy. I realized, you know, I was like uh, not taking personal responsibility for myself and stuff like that. I, I didn't find anything that I want, wanted to do. Until basically, uh, like five years after I got out of the Navy, which was this. And so, I mean, that made me a, like a late bloomer in many ways. And the military helped me order my life in a way so that I can start working towards a goal. The way up in terms, it's like I'm a creative person. And every time I got in trouble in the military, it's, it's because we don't allow creativity here. We don't understand it. There's, it's like, it was like, God, this isn't for me, but you know, I never would have, uh, helped create all of this without yeah, what, if i hadn't done that because i was just, i still would have been sitting on my, in my on my ass in my basement playing video games all day because that, that was my life before i went in the military that was crazy I, just, I don't know i don't even know like i literally had text somebody a couple weeks ago and it was like two o'clock in the morning and i literally asked them like should I still be doing this? Like, because I really, like, I don't know, I was in the mood, and I was like, yeah. should I still be doing it? Yeah. And they honestly told me, like, for you to sit there and just say the stuff that you say, like, they was like, I have to listen to shit you say, like, twice to be like, what the fuck? To understand what you're saying or get what you said, and you just say that shit off the top of your head. Yeah. Why would you quit doing that? Like, that's something you, you're not even trying to do it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I understand where you come from. It's like, it, it changed you. Like, you know, it's something, it wouldn't, that wouldn't have changed me. That would have made me hate the government anymore. I, I did, it's not like I came out of it with any love, love for the government. Um, people assume that because I'm conservative and uh, I don't think they're ever going to impeach Trump, by the way. I was holding my tongue earlier. What, but, you uh, really don't think so? Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. They said they caught him red-handed. I know they said that, but they didn't. And you know what's weird? I was watching, uh, did you watch the Chappelle comedy? Uh, yes. <sighs> so excellent. Uh, that was like the perfect. It was perfect. so good. Oh my gosh, he's a fucking genius. He's a genius. If uh, we did a show on Lost in the Long Box of like your, if we had a Mount Rushmore for like comic book creators, who would be the four people on Mount Rushmore? And I sometimes I think about like comedians that should be on the comedian Mount Rushmore, and I'm just like after that special, I was like Dave Chappelle's definitely oh, on the Mount Rushmore. That, I, yeah. I watched it, and I was like, this shit is because one is jokes. But it's spot on, like it's spot on, and it's it's challenging. He, I mean, one of the jokes he points directly at the audience. It's like I am making fun of you. You, like yeah, I'm making fun of you. You, this yeah. is you. Like, and then looked at the camera and was like, if you don't like this, just remember you can you, turn it off. You clicked on my fucking face. Mm -hmm. I didn't tell you to watch this shit. Exactly. Like, 
It, it was so perfect. It was well organized. It was like, uh, I don't know if you want to talk about it on that, but I mean, it's like it's no, like, I mean, it's like I, the Rotten Tomatoes scores. Um, the re- uh, the reviewers, the people who write reviews, uh, they gave it like something like I think that thirty five percent rating. Are you serious? Yes, the quote unquote critics panned it. They said it was uh, sexist, racist, homophobic, uh, anti trans. And stuff like that. Well, none of that and, and, but the uh, the audience rating, which is means everybody who watched it, anybody who's not a critic, loved it. It's in like ninety nine percent approval. Because it was it was spot. It was like it was, excellent. it was a person literally telling the truth, jokingly. Well, that's what I mean. I mean, uh, Netflix invites people into your living room. And when you are sitting there in your living room and you sit there and you click on Dave Chappelle's face, you're inviting Dave into your living room. And so, and then all of a sudden he says something about trans people and you're just like, (gasps) you know, kick him out of your house and be done with it. You know, and you don't actually have to have the awkward moment with Dave's like, look, Dave, I need you to get out of my house. And he's like, but I'm Dave Chappelle. And you're just like, I'm sorry. You don't just boop. turn it off. It's a button. Instead, you're sitting there. I'm going to leave it on and live tweet how pissed off this is making me <laughs> right now. And these and those people are in control of social media and Twitter and Facebook and stuff like that. And that's what uh, it sounds like the people want and no there's a very small minority of whiny little and i'm gonna i'm gonna be honest and i I don't want to sound racist or nothing like that but it's mainly white women who are doing this there's like they feel they got this white guilt going on and they're just like and it's almost like hey i don't want to get in racial you know but i mean they have this obsession with black people you know and they've had it for a while and they also have an obsession with these understood, misunderstood groups, trans people, uh, mentally ill people. And, uh, and they have all these uh, causes like, I want to save the planet. Yeah, that's a noble cause to be, uh, to want to have. But, you know, how extreme are you going to get about it? Yeah. And so and then uh, then you got these uh, in order to screw one of these white women, these liberal educated white women who have good jobs. You need to have some beta males like, yeah, honey, I agree. Yeah. Absolutely, I totally agree. Yeah, yeah. You know, Dave Chappelle is so offensive. I didn't find that funny at all. What? I'll, no, when every time I laughed during it, I was thinking about this other comedy special. Who is that? That Ali Wong? Yeah, I think I was thinking about her special. I, didn't, I, don't know. I think he was spot on. I think it he was, was perfect, absolutely, and perfectly presented, and all that shit. As a matter of fact, I have this brings me to another point. I have a question. Like, I was in New York, and I was with these people, and they were talking like, I don't know how we got on the subject, but they were talking shit. And one of the dudes said they feel like white people are killing their own self off because the younger generation of like white children and all this stuff they're 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 coming towards the black culture they want to date black people all this and they're having more children that are mixed kids but once you're mixed you're just you're not considered white and black you're just immediately considered black yeah so it's more of mixed children being born versus white people being born and and i was like and it, it really took me for a loop because when you really think about it 
that's really like the like, younger generation. It's like I said, everybody listens to black people music. Rap music is what the fuck everybody listens to. Now. Well, I mean, and there's nothing new about that. I mean, that's that's been going on since you know uh, since the slavery days. You know, gospel singers in churches. It, I mean, in the South, I mean, it migrated really quickly to white churches. Gospel sound, and so um, and then you got Elvis. Uh, what else? Like jazz in the '30s and stuff like that. It, yeah, it's because it's good culture. It's excellent culture because it's born from all this pain and hardship and stuff yeah. like that. And that's why it's excellent art. And so um, it's okay to like that art and stuff like that. But a lot of it has to do with the fact that it's like. I, it's like, I'm, why am I so lame and white? You know, and it's like these people who hate themselves because of the, the, the skin they're born in. You know, and I think that, you know, that's dangerous. It's nothing like slavery, obviously. But I mean, it's a self-loathing thing where the only way I could be cool or accepted by society is to be in an interracial relationship or to, you know, have mixed children or something like that. But like, yeah, but my question to you is like, from black person to white person, do you feel that the more the generation grows, it's going to grow more towards black, 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 black. Like, because you got to think, like, most younger white women want that. Like, they want that rap culture. They want that. Most young white men want to rap. And that's where you get the yeah. Slim Jesuses and yeah. the, the M&Ms like, and such. Yeah. yeah, like, the, uh, uh, and it's really growing, like, really if people really pay attention to it that's what's really growing that well, black entertainment music well i think since the civil rights movement i think that uh, black and white have become truly equal they're growing pain since then obviously have and so and we have really become more um what's the word uh integrated and you know truly integrated to the point where our culture you know our skin tones our thoughts and ideas are going to start merging and uh, I think that that's the point of the big mixing mixing pot yeah. of the United States, and, and that's because uh, uh, black culture has become um, assimilated. Assimilated. That's what I was thinking of in American culture, and and uh, even like Hispanic culture is starting to become more assimilated into American yeah. culture because. I mean, from, but but my thing yeah. is like, do, does it make you think that like the white culture is like dying out and it's about to just become one thing? Like it's just. Literally about to be. Yes, I think that there's a a, a big lack of identitarian identitarian white culture. Um, black people are. It's okay for them to go around saying I'm black and I'm proud, and everyone's like, yeah. But anybody who's white and goes out there, I'm white and I'm proud. They're like, you're a Nazi. Yeah, or racist. Yeah, you're a Nazi or a racist. Yeah. And so that has really put a, hin- a hindrance upon white culture, such as it is, or such as it ever was. I mean, to me, it's like. It's, it's becoming reverse racism. If, like, I mean, a lot of people don't talk about it, but it is yeah. what it is. Like, yeah. But, I mean, I don't... I, that's my personal thing. You know what I'm saying? That isn't an area people, but I think, like, white people had it, and now, like, because after watching that show, too, is when he was talking about, like, the crack epidemic, and how people uh, now he's talking the, about the opioid opioid crisis. Opioid, yeah. and it's like, oh, they're not criminals; they're yeah. sick. Yeah. You how know? hard is it to say no? And yeah, and he's like, it's like I'm treating the white people like you know, like the the white yeah. people treated us during but the '80s. When you think about that, then you hear what like then I'm thinking like, okay, I just watched this, and then I was just in New York and just hearing 
these people like I was up there with people who like police officers, brain surgeons, like, and they just in there chilling, <laughs> talking about this shit. And this is some shit I ain't used. To. You know, I'm not political. I'm not used to sitting there with a group of people talking about this type shit. So I'm more so just listening. And for them to be like, man, you gotta understand, like that shit, it's taking over the the, the black music, the rap, the hip hop, the R and B. Like that shit is completely taking over. You have a a homosexual black man making country music. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, like it's that dude from Hootie and the Blowfish is killing it, you know. <laughs> shit, it's crazy. Like it, it's, but it's it's the truth of life. Like what's it's what's happening now. It is it's been happening, but now it's to a point where, like this is literally what happened. Like I remember being young, and Ellen was the first person to come out right on TV gay, you know, and and I mean, and it was sort of okay. I mean, we still get, I still, still hear these sexist and racist. I mean, yeah. and they're usually old people and I can't stand them. I watched fucking Rocco's Modern Life. Oh they God. just made a movie about it. And Mr. and Mrs. Bighead's son was transgender, like, on the yeah. movie. See, I, yeah. And this shit is, it's like, now they're just putting it out there now. Like, just, it's, fuck it. Like, well, I mean, a lot of people have been complaining about these, like, um, you know, like these, these films that are coming out lately, it's like, you know, they're, they're pushing, it's like they're pushing diversity more than story and stuff like that. And uh, I think one of the biggest things is, I, did you see Avengers Endgame? Uh-huh. All right. There's like one scene where all the girls showed up and they all, they, and they all do a yeah. pose and they're just like, girl power. And it's like, and, it, and that was the only point of that scene. You know, it wasn't relevant to the story. It was At all. Of, it's all about what they call virtue yeah. signaling. It's like, look. Girls, it, girls can be badasses too. Yeah, it was it was yeah. the part where what Spider Man had the glove, and he gave it to well Captain Merc, oh Captain Amazing, and then it was like, well, what are you gonna do? And then all of it showed up. We got this, like yeah, like what the fuck was that about? <laughs> like, because I mean, it doesn't even make make sense at um, all. Well, first thing I was thinking, look, there you go, bitches always gotta take over something. That's how I looked at it. Well, uh. T- Let's take Black Widow, for example. Normal human being. No superpowers. Sure, a few gadgets. Sure, maybe some armor. Fine. You know, there's no way she's punching mutant monsters. <laughs> you know, that's Scarlett Johansson. We're talking about a 140-pound woman, maybe. <laughs> you know, with her tiny little sexy arms. Uh-huh. You know, she's punching these huge monsters and doing damage. It's like, get out of town. That girl is dead meat, and she, they should have got her out of there. You know, they, they did it. They got it dead, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. And um, I remember there was this one scene. Uh, did you watch? Um, I, I want to say I almost said Dragon Ball Z. Um, Iron Fist. <laughs> the Iron Fist show. They had the, uh, no, it was, it was a Luke Cage. Luke yeah, Cage. it was Luke yeah. Cage. Where uh, Misty Knight, after she lost her arm, she goes out in the bar and she's drinking with uh, what's her name? Uh, I forget her name. But they're both like 140 pound women. You know, the Asian is obviously a little smaller and stuff uh-huh. like that. But they're, you know, she's a badass detective, you know, brawler, but she's got half an arm. 
and they get into this bar fight and they're like they take out like six guys and they're just like you know that they're uh, you know maybe maybe 280 pounds between them you know taking out you know a, a ton of men a literal ton of men and it, it just doesn't really make any sense i don't know if you've ever seen men and women fighting but oh trust me it, i've been a man who's knocked yeah. the bitch out before it, it, it could very easily become yeah. abuse you know <laughs> very quickly <laughs> and so i think there's this uh and that's why you see all these these women now they're all emboldened and empowered and probably never been in a fight in their life ever talking trash and trying like talking like they're gonna fight i can give women uh versus men women do have the power of the tongue because that mouth and this is black women white women chinese women mexican they know how to cut with it yeah what they know how to cut with it and it's like like men like as a man a man a man can say it's like some hurtful shit and a man to say just enough hurtful shit just to hurt for that moment yeah the woman will say some shit that if they say it to that like, man like that little worm that yeah. they put in that dude's ear and, and you'll, ne- you'll never fucking forget it and every like they will say some shit that you can't go to sleep at night yeah you'll wake up in the middle of the middle night middle of the night like oh my god like yep so that's one thing i i never took that away from women like coming from like a man raised by his his aunt and his grandmothers and stuff they will say some shit oh yeah and even when they say some shit not mad since now when they say some shit when they mad that that's their superpower when they mm-hmm. mad saying some hurtful shit that's the superpower just when they clock kent mm. saying some hurtful shit yeah. it still hurt but like underhanded stuff you yeah know? yeah it's, when they put that super cape on and be super yeah. mad and say the hurtful shit like you yeah. bitches they don't, and they have no stop. Like it's well, no, you can't yeah. stop them. You can't just be like, All I mean, right, I'm not. You yeah. got it. You win. I'm not debating the fact that you know women are you know powerful, amazing creatures. I mean, they're magic. They can create life. They grow babies inside of them. A, yeah, that blows my mind. All right, and terrifies me. If I, I am so glad I was born a man because everything I've read about pregnancy, I was like, oh my god, I, how can I protect you? Is there anything I could do for you? That's how I feel about women. And it's not about, you know, chauvinism or anything like that. It's like you are responsible for the perpetuation of the species. You know, we need to protect you because we are just, you know, you just need one of us. One, yeah. Just you just one. need one of us. One. We need all of y'all. Yeah. <laughs> right. If it won't no bitches, it wouldn't be no men. Like, mm-hmm. And it's crazy because from the Bible, Adam came first. So it's weird. Like, Mm. It's all weird to me. I think it was because, you know, he's like, he told Adam, and, and lo, after God created Adam, he told Adam to just like, go, go and prepare forth a nice place that she's not going to bitch about because I'm going to take your rib. <laughs> and she's going to, you know, she's going to come in there and she's going to be like, we need to move stuff around. I don't like this spot. It's like, why can't that's, we eat from that tree? Yeah, that, that's what I was about to say. Yeah. Like, the first thing she said was like, what you mean I can't eat from this motherfucking tree? <laughs> first of all, nigga, you're not going to tell me what i can and can't eat you got me fucked up i will bite this fucking tree if i want to the snake told me it was cool who are you adam's like what snake (laughs) 
So, they've been saying fuck men from day one. Like, you ain't gonna tell me what to do. And it is crazy. Well, I mean, that whole instinct, though, it, it's about the future. There's like, we need, in order for us to continue, we need protection, we need safety and shelter and stuff like that. Yeah. And if you let men do whatever they want to do, they're just going to wander around and do whatever. Yeah, I'm going to hang out here by the blueberry bush and masturbate, you know. I'm, I'm literally, like, I can literally say... If I didn't have like the women I have in my life, not like same relationship women and shit, like I'm in a bunch of relationships, oh, like, yeah. just like aunts, my girl, my baby mothers, yeah, like the baby slitter who slapped me when I was sick. Yeah, if, yeah. I, if I didn't have them women in my life, I'd even I'd been been dead, get dead or in I'd jail, been, yeah, been, been bankrupt, been like I'd have been fucked. You talk to a person who can't even fill out his own shit, like. <laughs> I don't know nothing about this. Like, I don't feel I have to do this. You, you got me. This is, yeah. You're great at this. Yeah. You're amazing at this. I'll give you everything you want because you can do this. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I could, I've written books, but I can't do my own taxes. Like, I have, I have in my house, I have a tote full of rhymes. And I've been going through the rhymes, doing them like, I don't even know when I'm gonna put none of this shit out, but just been doing those rhymes because it's taking up space. Right. And I don't want to throw them space. away. Yeah, yeah. So or now I'm literally. You wanna use them and yeah, then get rid of them. And then throw them away. Yeah. And I, I don't even know where I was going with that. It was. It, I really had a point behind that. Because you need somebody to organize them or something? Yeah, to, like that? Or, to, or, to have me organize. Like, yeah. But this rhyme goes could go that yeah, one. Like, yeah, just do this, do that. Do because this. I'm sure a bunch of this is like stuff that's scribbled on like index cards or little pieces of paper. Little Most notebooks. of it's on the back of uh, medical request forms from the jail, <laughs> and and all that shit from the jail. I'm just writing rhymes like. Like I can literally think of all this, yeah. but you send me to the hospital and tell me to write my paperwork about my social security, yeah, my birth, my social security. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the point I was getting. Yeah. Like I can literally write pages and pages and pages and rhymes, but thought. but don't know your own medical history. But you ask me yeah. how much you make an hour, how much you get paid the last oh, yeah. five weeks back. Mm-hmm. I have no fucking clue. Like I I, I don't know. Like what's your social? Don't you know it? Like, I don't, I don't fucking, where's your birth certificate? I don't know. Like, I, uh, yeah, I went to the DMV once. I had to go outside and check my license plate. I'm 33 years old. My aunt is 61. I want, she's 60 or about to, she's 60 about to turn 61 or 61 about to turn 60. Till this day, she still has my birth certificate in her folder. Because if I had it, I wouldn't have the birth certificate or social security card. I would She's, not have I'll just hold on to this yeah, for you. I would not have that. Like Yeah. That's kind of important paperwork. Then they're way more organized. Like yeah. they they get it. Yeah, my mom would give me a little organizer, like file little those filing cabinet folder things. Like, Here, organize your yeah, shit. Oh, I have plenty of those. Well, that's just throw up. Like I have binders yeah. that's been given to me like just put your raps in here that way because you wrote the numbers on the pages of the raps that go together you think I have 10 binders in one bucket empty and a tote full of raps unorganized pages that every time I want to go through and find a rap I have to go through all of them because I got them labeled and paged but they're all just misorganized 
when I've been told a hundred times, put them all in this folder. Let's go When you go through them, because I will spend a day going through them, having them all together, and throw them back in the tote. Yeah. Like, so we need women. <laughs> like we, Obviously. We need more than just pussy. Like, it's just. Oh, yeah. I need them badly. <laughs> I need them very badly. Like, but, I mean, yeah. But it's still at the same time, some of these bitches ain't shit. And I'm going to say that personally. Some of you bitches ain't yeah. shit. Yeah. They are. They they do seem arrogant these days. No, not all women are great women. Yeah, There's, some of you yeah. bitches ain't shit. But for the majority, I can't even give y'all the majority because it's nowadays a lot of you bitches ain't shit. But before, yeah, before I'll give all you before bitches. <laughs> well, I mean, I think it was different. Um, yeah, it was a different time, though. Like in the 90s or something like that. Yeah. Uh, you got to think we from that era. We're not from yeah. this era. This era. Uh, I mean, we're living in this era. But... Do you remember Party Lines? Party Lines? Yeah. What, what is that? Nah, I don't. Um, party Lines were like, in the 90s, it's like it'd be like an uh, 800 or a 900 number that you can call up and like talk to people. Oh, yeah, 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 it was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like the very first chat room. Um other than bulletin board. Why you just say the one eight hundred numbers? The one eight hundred. Or one nine hundred number. or eight hundred. And uh, they even had like local ones for your area and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And uh, when I was in the Navy, that was the late nineties, and so I, I joined this one. And um, it was kind of like the birth of the internet in many ways, because at the time the internet was just starting and stuff like that. And so uh, I call these party lines, and you you don't know who these people are, and they leave these messages, and they try to. Uh, they try to sex it up, and they're like, "Hey, it was, it was, it was basically the first Tinder, yeah. really, in many ways." And so, um, yeah, you can get into these multi-people rooms and have like conversations and stuff like that. But you can also like listen to messages, people's uh, profile messages, and leave them a message and stuff like. And then you, you could send stuff back and forth, and get you get an alert, and you use your touch tone phone to uh, to access the menus and everything like that. And uh, and, they, and they were sketchy people. <laughs> they were sketchy people. And then AOL came around, and then it's like all of a sudden, you know, it's like chat rooms pop up, and you're just, you're sitting there in the chat room and just like, yeah, I like Captain America too. Hey, did you read number 263? And, and it's like, these are sketchy people. But you know, when the first chat rooms came up, like before they had the cameras and shit to see who the fuck you're talking yeah. to, you don't know who the fuck you're talking to. Exactly. And now you get the catfishing, right? Yeah, you get people yeah. who use like other pictures, other, people, other people's pictures. And now you're just, it's like, these, it's sketchy people. I mean, it's always been like this, you know, ever since the bulletin board days, you know, people sit there like type it up. It's like, hey, I want to meet a nice girl. It's like, oh, okay, send me some pictures. And then you got to sit there and like send it a like three hour upload to send your a bitmap photograph you scanned <laughs> to this girl. And then you're sitting there, you're downloaded, you're taking three hours, you go to work. You know, you come back from work and there's a picture. It's like, holy shit, I can't believe I used all that time on AOL to download this ugly bitch's picture. <laughs> oh, my God. You remember them days? I remember. What dial-up? You had to listen to that annoying-ass sound for the computer to dial-up. The running man and then the hands when you finally got there. Like, Oh, my God. Oh, we made it. We made it. We did. Man, man, we made it. Just me and you. Absolutely. That took me a few beers to loosen me up. That's professionalism, man. Mm-hmm. 
drunk professionalism. If well, that's, that's the thing. Yeah. Well, that's what I do. I mean, uh, when I write, I need a few of these in me. And I think it's very rewarding. But uh, my liver has a very, very valid grievance. <laughs> and so, um, <laughs> there is that. I think now I'm going to start just writing me some bulletins just in case one of these scenarios happens. Because I'm just used to coming in here and whatever. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, I do want to go over. It's like I was. What what should be the title? And we need this information. No call, no show. No called, no show. Yeah, no call, no show. No show. Yeah. All right, and uh, there needs to be a tagline. Madman and Duck Sauce held it down. And Duck Sauce held it down. My hood is a cesspool. Move, I'll be the best move. Shoot out, nigga, that's cool. Break and do house, take the best juice. If you dribble, you succeed. All right, in the summary, I got Spark, Spark to be in Doritos, Foreign Nations and Currency, American Black and White Culture, Men and Women. Yeah. I think for the last two shows, I think we really got kind of more. Oh, that brings me. Oh. Read, I'm gonna read this. And this is this is so weird. I guess they watched somebody watched my last show. Some, but hey, young fast sauce. I am David, the former chief programming officer for CNN, now the co-founder of Livestream News Network called Haps. Then they got the hashtag at Haps News. I shouldn't have said it because they're not paying me. I shouldn't even shout that out. But I came across your profile and I felt compelled to reach out to you because I believe you would directly connect with our mission. We are living in a deeply divided world. Are right, we going to pass all this? Point blank and simple. Let's get to the bottom. Yeah, what's he, what's he got? What's he, he selling? He wants me to join them to talk about current subjects worldwide. Uh, in my news career, Channel One News, CNN, Current TV, I helped to develop major news personalities, including you name it, a bunch of people. I'm reaching out to you because I think you would be great addition to our community, and I want to personally invite you to become a member to help us reinvent live news by participating in the world's first virtual newsroom. What are you still doing here? Because the 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 because this is one thing about it. I'll do it if we can do it from here. One like when somebody offer you to come here and do this, let's do this news thing. So you watch what I did. You like what I did. You like it? Okay, love it. I'll do it. Let me do it from home. Don't like don't make me leave home to go do it with you when you can bring your house to my house and make my house a bigger house uh, yeah I, I, I would say that to Ben Shapiro but I don't think he's moving out of LA no no, you, uh, no I'm not telling you to move out of LA but if, if if you can have it's live stream it's over the internet so if you can do that there do it here I can give you some advice about that off the air Oh, all right, yeah, yeah. I mean, where we four minutes over. Thank y'all for joining Rice Out Record. Madman is Monday, Tuesdays, uh, Tuesday nights, six o'clock. There we go. That's when we go live. Uh, just if you, you know, uh, if you listen to your podcast, go on your podcaster, whatever podcast thing you, you use, and uh, search for Shock Monkey Radio. That's the show I'm on. If you want more of my nonsense, 
Yeah. And we out. We out. Oh, I forgot the little outro thing. Oh, well, we'll just leave it with that one. Right, fuck. Spit. Spit. I swear to God, it's spit. Spit. Look how that bitch.